Hi everyone, <laughs> and welcome to episode two of Positively Negative um, with me, Jocelyn. <laughs> um, before I start anything in this episode, I just want to say a big, big fucking thank you to anyone that listened, um, to anyone that sent me an endearing message, or that felt something, or that uh, like agreed or disagreed with me, but like basically whoever felt an emotion, any emotion, good or bad, uh, thank you, because I honestly didn't think anyone was gonna care, um, because I'm just so used to used to like being ignored. <laughs> so so I really 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 appreciate everyone that that uh, decided to tune in for whatever reason uh, you have. Um, I really wasn't expecting <laughs> a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of my friends and even like strangers um, reach out to me, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, this is episode two. We're going to start getting into, <laughs> into some deep shit. <laughs> um, I just want to say though, I did record an episode two already but there was a problem one the audio file was too long so it it didn't it wasn't letting me upload um and two uh I'm not gonna lie um I listened to it back the whole thing and I I had a panic attack as I was you know mid um mid-episode, I, w- I had a panic attack, and it, while I was recording, and even as I was listening back, like, my gut was like, I can't post this, and that's, that, that's my, my issue, that's what I'm trying to not, you know, that's what I'm trying to deal with, because I'm so used to, I can't show that I'm weak, I can't show that I'm, you know, I, I'm so used to having this this like strong confidence front on like social media um that (laughs) listening you know back to me fucking sounding like a a little bitch um it made I like I was like I can't post this people can't hear this side of me and um and so so yeah (laughs) this is a new um recording of episode two um, maybe I won't have a panic attack, uh, <laughs> uh, mid-episode. Um, I will tell you, I had a panic attack because I was retelling, a, like, of something I, <laughs> I went through. Um, uh, I'm gonna tell you guys today, but, uh, I, I think because it was my first time talking about it again, that I just, because I, I'd never, like, spoken about it, um, I just, my, I, I, my heart was racing, I had short breath, like, in, <laughs> maybe one day I'll, I'll upload the clip of, like, you can hear me physically, like, <laughs> it sounds like I'm having a heart attack, um, maybe I'll post it one day, um, but I, maybe it was good, maybe I, that happened for a reason, maybe it's not letting me upload it for a reason, because that, w- I just needed to let it out first, and then now I can talk through it with maybe a little bit less emotion and this is also my downfall 
because the point of this is to just let it all out with emotion but here I am you know uh like um filtering myself when on a thing that I don't want to filter so this is a learning process don't expect the girl that doesn't show any emotion to start showing emotion um but yeah I just want to I just want to put that out there and be honest that yeah I full-on panic attack um the second episode so um so now I'm gonna get into the topics I got into uh that you know I want to hit in this episode um which is basically social media what I look like online and who I am online because um it's it's I think my social media is like personality is very very far-fetched from the person I actually am and the um different from the from the person that people actually know right so um I hope that sentence made sense I'm I I got off of work right now Uh, I one day I I am gonna make an episode just strictly about my work because she's stressed (laughs) no but this is not what this episode is about this is about um as like uh kind of self-centered as it is it's about my instagram and my snapchat and all that uh very societal controlled uh platforms or whatever i that sentence did not make sense whatever we're going with it um so i just want to say if you follow me on anything and you never met me in person or like we're never a close friend just like a classmate maybe or a co-worker or you just know me because we went to the same school or something I just want to let you know now the person you see in a picture is is not even half of who you're gonna meet if you ever meet me <laughs> okay so when I say that it's like um for years and I say years because it's literally been years um that I've been kind of forced, and I'll explain why I say forced in a second, um, but forced to play this um, fictional person on social media, right? So I say forced because uh, I used to work with my brother. Um, He is a photographer. Some of you guys might know, some of you guys might not. Um, That's why, like on my Instagram, it's like all uh hd like good pictures or whatever because uh i would shoot with my brother now um now the thing is i don't do that anymore i'll get into that in a second i i stopped uh doing photo shoots um with him i'll i'll explain that in a second but but um my point was um wow i she lost her train of thought (laughs) Um, oh, yeah, this, the person you see in those pictures, um, that's not, it's definitely a, a, a side of me, but that's not me, that's not a good definition of me, right? Because if you go down my Instagram, if you scroll, it, uh, the girl in the picture looks confident, and she, and she's kind of sexy and... She got this, uh, did I say confident already? Basically, like, she's, the girl 
that I portray on Instagram is the confident, I don't give a fuck about anything or you bad bitch moves, right? (laughs) That's what I think my Instagram screams and that's what a lot of people have said. Like they just see my pictures very like, uh, they just see me as that confident like mistress, that little like dominant, um, what's it called? What are those called? Dominatrix or something, whatever. That's how they see me and that's how they think I am in, in person. And uh, breaking news, that is not who you're going to get when you meet me. Um, I'm quirky. I'm shy. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't think <laughs> I have this sexiness about me when it comes to like, just, you know, how some people just, just, um, like just ooze like sex appeal and just ooze like, f- like this flirtatious vibe. Yeah, she doesn't have that. <laughs> I'm quirky. I'm awkward. It's kind of completely polar opposite of who I am on Instagram. And um, I didn't do that on purpose. It's just I was shooting with my brother for so long. Um, I was always his muse. I was He always came to me for whatever ideas he had and whatever he wanted to do. So I kind of was just his guinea pig. However, we got so used to it. I got so used to, he's going to put me in this raunchy outfit. He's going to direct this whole shoot. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it because I don't really care. Right. And I was doing it for my brother because it's like my brother needs content. He wants to, you know, he has ideas. I'm just going to do it. No big deal. But it started affecting me where I would meet like his other models or his friends or even people that follow me. And I can see the disappointment in their eyes when, when I'm not the same person, like in in the Instagram. Um, sorry, I haven't. Uh, um, I just see the disappointment of like, oh, she's not, she's not sexy or uh, like confident at all. She's quirky and fucking antisocial. Um, so yeah, that's why I recently stopped doing pictures with my brother, just because I was kind of tired of lying to people and to myself. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I just felt like I was lying to myself, and I, 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 yeah, I don't want to lie to myself anymore or to any other pe- like any people because. Um, I think, uh, should I go there? I'm going to go there. Okay. I'm going to be real. A bitch is on, on Tinder, right? I've been on there for a while. Uh, not looking obviously for my soulmate (laughs) because my soulmate would not be on Tinder, (laughs) but I'm not look, I'm not, I'm not a hookup, you know, one, you know, one, uh, what's it called? Like one night stand type of girl. I'm not, I'm not that. I'm just on there mostly for shits and giggles, uh, friends, if you know, whatever. I don't take it serious at all. Um, but I feel like for like, this is an example. This is why I'm bringing up Tinder. Um, like when guys would, they would follow me on, on, uh, on Instagram, 
like guys from Tinder, and you know they don't know me obviously, but they see my Instagram and they see me like in half naked pictures and very sexy pictures, and and a lot of times when like I would talk to guys and they'd be like, oh let's hang out, but it's like not 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 to fuck or anything or not not like that just to like let's get coffee whatever i would always decline or like sway it or or just block because i like i was terrified that when i go to meet them they're gonna be like wow like we got fucking catfish because this bitch is fucking awkward and not this confident as bitch on instagram you know so so (laughs) That's kind of a, uh, I guess you could say, example and reason why I, I, uh, I just recently stopped doing pictures with my brother. Um, because I just felt like my Instagram wasn't giving a accurate represent, uh, representation of me. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Um, what else I was going to say about that? Um, oh, and it's nothing against my brother. He's a great photographer. Um, I, I don't think I'm never going to work with him again. It's just uh, I, have to t- I, I'm t- I have to take a break right now because um, just I just it's dangerous, you know, like taking pictures like mm, it's just that uh, people that want to I, I don't want to be a model. Let's get that. Let's let me just say that now. I don't want to be a model. I've never wanted to be a model. I actually have zero respect for models. Um, just because... For my own personal reasons, just that industry alone is very... Uh, you have to look a certain way, basically. And I know there's campaigns for bigger girls and different skin tones, but those aren't getting pushed out. They're not. We don't see those everywhere, you know? So, uh, so they can say that the industry and that all that's changing, but it's not. It's the same skinny, you know, girls with, um, blonde hair, blue eyes, white fake teeth, you know, it's, it's always going to be like that. Um, and that's why I just, I, I hate that industry and I always hated when people would be like, oh, you're trying to be a model oh, you're a model, it's like, no, please don't ever call me a model, you know, Um, because I don't ever want to be in that uh, label, because one, I don't fit it physically, I don't look like a, uh, I'm quoting my fingers, model, and I just, I just don't want that, you know, Um, but to each their own, if you, if you fuck with modeling, if you, if you want to be a model, and you like that and all that, good for you and all that. But it's I'm not, I'm not for that. Um, and so that's why I stopped taking pictures with my brother, just because I I needed to take a break, um, just for self image issues. I mean, uh, I know I post like pictures of myself, and a lot of people probably won't believe this, but I can go on each picture in my in my Instagram right now and nitpick a thousand things about every single picture I have, you know, um, just cause it's, it's a lot of just self image issues. Um, 
and it's so weird because I'm not gonna lie I didn't I didn't have them um, I didn't have I've never really had self-image issues uh like when I was younger it just it's now I think it's just pressure uh in society and whatnot that it's just making me like you know have issues <laughs> um but yeah like that's why uh when I post pictures on Instagram I post it and I I never look back at it like because if I look back I will notice something and be like fuck I look like like ass and I want to delete it I want to you know so I when I post a picture I post it I exit out that's it I (laughs) there's no you know looking because I can look and I can instantly point something out that's why I I always like every couple of months I I do a clean out of my Instagram because it's just like, why do I have this up? I look fucking disgusting. Delete, delete, delete. And then I end up with like no pictures and then I up it. Yeah, whatever. I, yeah, that's, that's that. Um, so, so yeah, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do pictures with my brother anymore. And he fucking hates it because he would just throw any idea he wanted on me because he knew I was going to do it. So now it he he keeps begging not begging but he's like hey when you want to when you want to jump back in let me know cuz he got you know he has ideas and I'm just like yeah I'm not I'm not doing that for a while um and I kind of feel good about it I feel less like pressure I think it was just a lot of pressure on myself like because I thought people wanted these high definition pictures um, I just was like, you know, if my brother's saying he wants them, people will probably want them. And they were like, it's just, it's a lot of bad mental, uh, stability that, you know, so I stopped doing that. I said that like 500 times. Um, and, and, oh, <laughs> a lot of people ask me. Why I have a black and white feed. Right. So I've had it uh, since sophomore year. Sophomore year of high school. So what? Sophomore, junior, senior, first year of college, second year. Five years, roughly, of a black and white feed. And everyone's always asking, why? Why the black and white? (laughs) Well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, let me just say, it's for multiple reasons. Multi- At this point, it's it's like every year. Because t- let me tell you, there's times I'm like, I'm just going to end the black and white feed. I'm just going to go to color because no one gives a fuck. Like, this is, I'm overthinking fucking social media. Like, this is what social media does. Like, it, 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 it makes you think it's important when it's, you know, it's really not. So, so... One of the reasons I started the black and white feed, well, the first reason, let me, let me start there. The first reason I started the black and white feed, sophomore year, was because I went through a very rough or dark time sophomore year. So I, I basically and literally went from a colorful life to the, the most dull life right 
And so I kind of portrayed that on social media because that's how I was feeling. I was very angsty. Um, so that was the main reason because I just, I literally, I went from like such a, a colorful life to a lifeless life. Uh, so that's the main one that kickstarted the black and white feed. And then I continued it because uh, it was it was more just angst and more like fuck you to society. And I just viewed the world very black and white and very plain and very dead. Um, and I didn't see no color, you know, because this is this is during a very hard time that I was going through. Um, and then another reason was because I the way I was thinking when I was continuing the black and white was my friends, they see me in person, they see me in color, they see me in 3D or 4D, whatever. They see me in real life, right? They see me in color, they see me in flesh, they know me, they know the real me. My friends, right? So I wanted this, my Instagram to be like, if you, like, people that look at my Instagram, I wanted to be like, I, I only see her in black and white, right? Like, that's as much as she's giving, like, to the world, and it's like if you're if you're close enough to me or if you're in my life, you're going to see me in color like in real life. Does that make sense? Like I was kind of giving like the real the my real friends got the full color version of me. I hope I'm making I know it makes sense in my head. I just can't explain it. But I was kind of doing like, you know, like I, it was kind of my arrogant era where it was like Oh, you, you only, only some people have the privilege of seeing me in color. That's what I was going for. Um, so, but that was a very arrogant era, which wasn't too far ago, but, but it was still an era. Um, I don't think I'm arrogant anymore. (laughs) I don't know what, you know, what people think of me. I don't, I don't care that much. I'm lying. I care so much. But, um, but yeah, I don't think I'm arrogant as, as arrogant as I used to be. Um, anyways, that's another, that's another topic. Um, so that's a few reasons of why I have the black and white. Now it's kind of just, uh, it's easy to maintain, you know, I, I hate seeing people's feeds and they have like colored pictures, but they don't match. Like I just, you know, I like things that match and that are aesthetically pleasing right so so that's kind of kind of what I have now but but I've I actually made a new account uh the sec my second account I don't it's I'm not I didn't promote it because or I don't promote it that much because it's like it's kind of just for me and whoever follows follows I, I don't really care um but it's just where I post all the colored pictures um and I use it to clean out my camera roll. So if I want to delete pictures, I post them on my second Instagram and I delete them from my phone just because I have no space. Um, and I guess you could say it's for my family because my family is like, why do you only post in black and white? Like you need to post in pictures. And I'm like, okay. And then, so yeah, I guess it's mostly for family. Whatever. doesn't matter. I'm talking too much. <laughs> um... But yeah, that's, if you guys wanted to know the reason why I do black and white, that's why. I'm sure there's other reasons, I just, I can't remember. I, I was, 
it's basically the black and white stemmed from uh, the worst year of my life. Um, and I, I, I'm wondering if I should get into that in the, in, in this episode. Maybe I will. I'm just, I'm going to give you the, I'm not going to get as deep as I did in the first recording. Cause this is, this is the story that gave me a panic attack. So let me just start by saying, if you know me now, and if you're friends with me now, who I am, this version of myself is due to sophomore year of high school, right? So let me go back a little bit. Just have that in mind and then let me go back. <laughs> um, middle school was awesome, right? I was happy-go-lucky. I was, I was shy, but I wasn't as shy as I am now. And I wasn't as awkward and, and anxiety-induced as I am now. I was a normal kid. I, I, I felt like I had little to no fears in life. Um, and I was just very, I was just happy. Let, yeah, that's, that's, wow. That's literally it. I was happy, right? Come freshman year, that went pretty well too. I experienced love. I experienced lots of boys. Wait, wait, no, never mind. That makes me sound like, like a slut. I didn't experience a lot of boys, but I just experienced like, social interaction I guess I I I interacted with a lot of people it was just you know it it was very freshman year was good because it was a lot of learning uh not just in school but just in life I felt like I learned a lot and like you know uh freshman year was really good basically um and then sophomore year came and I moved and uh I went into the new school with an open mind. Um, keep in mind, I wasn't who I am now. If I if if it was me now, <laughs> let me not let me <laughs> let me not overcomplicate overcomplicate this. Okay, so I went into the new school with an open mind, right? Even though I didn't want to move, I didn't want to change schools. I had a great life in 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 my in my school before. I did not want to leave my friends, but we moved, we had to move, I had to go to a new school, so I had to, you know, I had to suck it up and do it. Um, that whole year, that whole sophomore year, I made no friends, and I know people are going to take that as an exaggeration, but on my life, on everything, on my dog, on my, on my car, on, on everything, I swear to you, whoever's listening, I made zero friends that whole year. And let me explain. So I remember the first week of, of the new school, um, it was hard because as a sophomore, you know, everyone that was there already knew each other it was their second year everyone was so close and i can feel that everyone had their clicks already i i was the outstander outstander <laughs> um the bystander standard oh my god bystander yes um in all my classes i was a new girl but the thing is i felt like i don't know i felt like people would just treated me like I was invisible you know because I tried I 
I smiled and I asked for help. And this is the first week. I, uh, you know, I was very like, I can make friends. You know, it's the first week. It's easy. Um, yeah, it didn't happen. No one talked to me. No one, no one reached out to me that whole year. I was, I, I went like every week during school. I never spoke. One, because no one talked to me. Two, because I never participated because the teachers didn't even. The teachers treated me like I was a fucking invisible as well, you know? Um, I felt like I was the only new student in that whole school that whole year, which is is fucking insane. Um, and, and this is a secret. The only, only my, my best friends know. But that whole year, oh, I'm going to sound so pathetic. Whatever, it doesn't matter. That whole year, I sat or I had lunch in the bathroom. Yes, you heard me. Jocelyn Ramirez had lunch in the bathroom sophomore year, all year, every day. Yeah, that happened because no one, no one reached out to me. No one wanted to be my friend. Um... So, obviously, being neglected in school and just having no one and watching all my friends from my old school have fun. It's their sophomore year. Everyone looked like they were so happy. I felt so left behind. Um, You know, uh, the darkness eats at you. (laughs) Um, And I, I, I went into a very, very deep and dark depression sophomore year. Um, I remember the, the end of the first week crying, begging my mom, I can't do this. I need to go, you know, back to my old school. I, no one, no one wants to be my friend. Um, and obviously we couldn't move back and we couldn't drive me to school every day because it was like a 45 minute drive and I had to suck it up that whole year and just be alone. And it was, it was really hard, um. That's when I, that's when I started, ex, like, experience, I, I, okay, I did drugs before sophomore year, right, but I did it at parties, and it was very fun, it was very lighthearted, um, and then sophomore year came around, and I started abusing the fuck out of drugs, um, and just being reckless with my life, because at that point, uh, suicide was actually an option, uh, you know, that, yeah, <laughs> um awkward but yeah it was action it was a option for me that I was definitely contemplating uh if not every day every other day and at the end of the school year that fucking the that horrible school year uh my parents definitely knew I was I was in deep shit uh mentally and I mean, they knew it because I, I failed classes and, you know, I'm, if anyone knows me or whatever, I am a straight A student since, since I came out the womb, you know, I've just been on top of my shit. I'm just, school just comes easy to me, but that year I, I gave no fucks and, you know, I, I, life was truly, truly, truly pointless at that point in my life, um, so they saw that I was being reckless and I didn't care about anything really. And 
And so we did move back uh, to my old school, which was, it was good. However, no one knows this, but junior year was also a shitty year for me because a lot of my friends I had freshman year didn't give a fuck about me junior year when I came back, especially because it was a new image of me. Freshman year, I had I had long, beautiful hair. I was kind of girl, more girly girl. I was happy, you know. I was, I was, I was. I'm quoting my fingers, normal. And then come back junior year, I'm wearing all black. My head is shaved, full, like practically bald. Um, and you know, it's just a very. I did a very big uh, change, and. Uh, People definitely were weirded out by that and kind of dropped me as a friend, which it's whatever now. I mean, <laughs> I, I see them on social media now and I'm like, wow, I, I kind of dodge a bullet, you know, with that friend or whatever. So that, I mean, I know I'm explaining the situation and I know it sounds sad and I, I, some people, some people might feel bad for me, but don't, it's in the past. Um, I, I'm a lot better, believe it or not, mentally than I was sophomore year. I'm still, trust me, I'm still fucked. (laughs) I'm still fucked, but I definitely, I, I made an improvement from where I was sophomore year. Right. So, so let, let, like, um, mentally, let's say sophomore year, I was negative, like 300%, like, you know, depressed, negative 300%. Now I'm I'm in the positives, but I'm still fucking you know depressed. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's um, that's that's a very quick explanation of kind of why I am I'm the spawn of what what I am now because because I was never always this dark and this angry and this sad and this anxious and you know this antisocial I wasn't that I wasn't born like this um I had a you know I was I was a a very outspoken kid I think um that's why I really blame sophomore year on the on how I am now because uh, I don't I I couldn't imagine seeing myself how I am if I stayed all four years at you know my school that I wanted to stay at so um so I blame sophomore year and I fucking, I literally, that's, I, I fucking, if I could, if I could go back time somehow and, 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 and tell my parents, look, I'm going to, I'm going to get super, super depressed and contemplate suicide every day if we make this decision. So let's not make the, <laughs> this decision. I would do it in a heartbeat because honestly it was it was very traumatic for me. Um, and that's not even going into deep other problems I, I you know, faced uh, that year and after. This is just talking about the school, you know, period. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's a little, you know, I guess secret that I was never ever planning on sharing with people because uh, it's. I think it's embarrassing just you know, it's just, uh, it was a very shitty point in my life, um, and you guys know about it now, so I don't know how I feel about that, um, 
I'm I actually am proud of myself that I got through it because that's you know that's the moment I had the panic attack in in the first episode because I was explaining that. But however, I did get deeper <laughs> in the in the first uh, recording, um, so I didn't get that deep in this one just because she's not trying to have a panic attack. <laughs> um. But now I forgot what even the fuck is this <laughs> this episode about. Oh, well, I, I want to make it just so you guys know a little background behind me, you know, because because in the coming up episodes, I want to I want to touch on specific topics. Um, but I, I guess you have to know a little bit behind me as to why I choose the things kind of or the why why I think the way I think, um, if that makes sense. Also, I feel like most of the, like, at least the first five episodes I do is kind of going to be just me telling stories or explaining myself. And then after, because I, I really want everyone to get a kind of understanding of who I am and where I'm coming from. You know what I mean? So, so sorry if you don't want to hear about me, like about my life. Trust me, I'm going to get into topics where it's like just my opinion and that's it you know not like this happened to me blah blah blah. you know um but yeah um there was something else I was gonna say um but I I guess I could I can just add on to the like sophomore year um thing uh because I kind of I kind of just casually you know threw in there that I you know I abused drugs but um because of sophomore year, I did experiment with more drugs um, and alcohol. So definitely after that, um, I started using them, you know, very um, casually. Um, <laughs> where was I going with that? I just, I don't want you to think I am uh, addicted to anything or or this uh crackhead or you know this drug addict I'm not I am not I never was I don't think I ever was addicted I just used it to kind of numb myself because yeah and also I got to where it was like I was so reckless with it that I was like if I fucking die like tonight because I did this many pills and drank this much fucking alcohol like I that's how much I didn't care is that like I was risking you know to uh end it <laughs> i know i'm laughing but i just just because that's just how i am with awkward topics and when i feel uncomfortable so yeah um so I, I forgot where i was going with this i'm just trying to say now yes i do drugs if you don't know or you do i do drugs occasionally drink regularly um don't worry for me. Please don't worry. I don't I hate when people worry about me. Don't worry about me. I'm not I I'm not in that state of mind to do the you know reckless shit. However, because I'm so well educated in drugs that I found my favorite combination. And I'm going to tell you 
<laughs> just just because it's kind of funny and kind of sad. Um, but I, let me start by saying, I have allergies, you know, seasonal, um, all year round. <laughs> um, so I've taken a lot of allergy medication, right? Uh, I started on Claritin and then uh, I did nasal sprays and, you know, I've done everything. Um, uh, I, for the past two years, I've, I only do Benadryl when it's like nighttime and I'm going to go to sleep. Right. But like this, this year alone, I've been using, uh, Benadryl as like an, like taking Xanax, which is, (laughs) I sound like an actual crackhead. I know, but Benadryl's give you the best fucking high let me tell you why first time I took Xanax I had to take like three to feel what one would feel like to one person like Xanax either it was really cheap or or I'm just uh, I have a strong intake I don't know but I had to take three to feel what one would feel like so I never really I was like fuck Xanax that's just weak (laughs) right and so I went through all these pills that didn't do anything and they were like weak as shit. I had to take a whole bunch just to feel something or to not feel something. But um, but then I realized it was right in front of me. Benadryl. So, so what I do now and it's, it's, I think it's good. Let me tell you why. I take Benadryl when I have an allergy attack, like sneezing or whatever. I do take it. It makes me drowsy because Benadryl is drowsy. Um, but I've taken like two Benadryls before presentation to calm my nerves. It didn't work because I just have that much anxiety that it just didn't work. But um, I don't know where I was going. Fuck. I kind of just want to... I don't know where I was going, honestly. But basically... If you want a nice good high or a nice good uh, like sleep, uh, well, I won't. I won't recommend three Benadryls, two Benadryls max. You'll be good to go. You have the, I okay. Oh, that's where I was going. I have, um, what is it called? Uh, what's it called when you can't sleep? Fuck insomnia. I've had insomnia for the past. Mm, I don't want to lie. Like four years insomnia. And it's not like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I have insomnia, I can't sleep, blah, blah, blah. And then they fall asleep like an hour later. <laughs> it's not that. I have, I've been dealing with insomnia for a while. Um, and and I've, I realized that Benadryl is the only thing that can knock me out, you know. And I can actually sleep so good when I'm on Benadryl. So I don't, I haven't been doing recently, recently. <laughs> recently because I've been so stressed with work that I've just been naturally falling asleep which is great um actually I'm lying I I haven't but whatever let's just say I've been sleeping good um I would I would take Benadryl every night just to you know be asleep all night which it felt so good like the feeling of falling like being asleep and just sleeping is so it, I I feel like I almost forgot what it felt like for a while, um, so yeah I, I love Benadryl I'm 
If there was a Benadryl campaign, I would be the number one face for it because Benadryl is fucking awesome. Um, and I would... Actually, no, I'm not going to tell you guys because that's... You guys are going to think I'm fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, Benadryl, man. Super fucking awesome. Out of all these narcotics, fucking Benadryl, the one you could get at fucking Walgreens, is the one that would do you right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good. I love Benadryl. Um, and it's just so I just I think it's very funny and ironic that uh, for years I was trying to buy drugs from like my friends and from dealers uh, that didn't do shit. I I was probably getting ripped off all these years, and then little did I know my mom was fucking buying Benadryl that could knock me out in two seconds, and so so yeah, I have. <laughs> So I love Benadryl. And I actually have... <laughs> I have a bottle in the car. Um, just because Benadryl, man. It's it's a, it's a really good <laughs> pill. And I, 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 I like to take it because it, it definitely calms me in a way. Because, it, because I just... I have really bad anxiety. And um, I'm, I'm too scared to ever go to a therapist. Um, because... Um, because it's, it's one thing to talk about your issues to like basically yourself, like what I'm doing now and to pretend like no one listens than to sit in front of someone that I don't know, judge me for an hour while I cry my heart out. <laughs> like, uh, I, yeah, I can't do that. I, I, oof, 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 no, 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 no. So, uh, I will probably never get prescribed real, like anxiety pill even though it's Xanax which I could get off the street but um I'm good with my self-medicating of (laughs) the casual marijuana and um Benadryl and alcohol however I'm trust me I'm safer now (laughs) I'm not as reckless however oh that's what I was gonna say I was very reckless sophomore year when it comes to drugs and alcohol and all that stuff because I you know I didn't care It, it made me this now, I'm not scared of dying. I'm not scared of, uh, you know, death. And I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of happy about it because uh, in actuality, what are we scared of? Like, why are we scared of dying when it's going to happen regardless? I guess you could be scared of what's, what happens after. Like, what what actually happens when you take your last breath, like... Do you feel it? Are you in your right state of mind? Like, I guess everyone wonders that. But if you just realize, like, everyone is going to die. And just, like, that is, that's it. Like, that's, everyone is, right? Like, I guess because I'm, I just, I went through such a dark time that, like, I, I had enough time to say, like, <laughs> death was, an, like, inevitable. That, like, I have no fear of dying. Which is crazy because before sophomore year, I would before I started driving, I in my like I had this gut feeling. This is like, um, like I said before sophomore year, um, I always had this gut feeling when I was in a car that, like that I was gonna die uh, in a car accident, right? Like I always had this gut feeling, like if I'm driving passenger with someone, I I would just sit and be like. I know I'm going to die in a car accident. And then it's, yeah. 
Um, I don't know where I was going with that. But I was never afraid. I feel like a car accident is the easiest way to die. Actually, no, it's not the easiest. But uh, I guess if it's a good car accident, uh, it's a quick one. <laughs> uh, wow, this makes me seem so psychotic. Sorry. Let me... Don't, don't, don't disregard what I just said. Um... But I'm going to end it here just because uh, I just want to keep it short and simple. Uh, if you have any questions or any anything you want to say, let me know. Um, also, I, if you, I, I will take suggestions on what you want to hear me talk about. Um, I don't want to make this seem like I'm talking about only things I want to talk about. If you want to know what I think on a certain topic, let me know and I'll, you know, I'll definitely talk about it I'm definitely open for uh open for I want this to be an open discussion and and I I do eventually eventually want to have people come on the uh, Comcast podcast with me because I want to have you know have this I that's far in the future not that far but far where I can't see it um but I do eventually want to have some people on here and just you know Make it different. Make it, you know, something exciting. So that's it for episode one. Hopefully you got a little more out of me. Uh, let me know what you think. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Uh, I'll talk to you in the next one.